It's that time of year, pharmacy rotations. One of the most anxious times to be a pharmacy student and a pharmacist if you're a preceptor. While this creates a lot of overwhelm and anxiety, in this episode, I'm gonna share how to turn it into your best opportunity for employment. When I followed these strategies, no joke, I ended up getting honors for every rotation and I landed five job offers before I even graduated pharmacy school. This is how you can do it too. It's time for a dose of real talk for how this really works. I see my victory so clear. I see my victory so clear. It's a day we break through. It's a day we break through. It's a day we break through. It's a day. First and foremost, make sure that you're following your school's rules and requirements if you're a pharmacy student on rotations. What I'm about to share is in addition to what's required, not in replacement of, because I don't want to be getting emails from your school saying, blah, 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 they didn't do this. No, 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 don't hear what I'm not saying. Make sure you're doing that, so be sure to keep that in mind. And speaking of the mind, framing your mindset around how you're going to approach rotations is actually the most effective thing that you can do that almost no pharmacy student does, but if you do it, you'll stand out and script your ultimate competitive advantage. The mindset I'm talking about is treating your rotation like a job interview every single day. And I really want to encourage you to make this fun, not like a chore, but think of it like, think of it like being on Survivor. Imagine each rotation as a five-week resume builder. On day one, you start with a blank page. Your name's at the top and you have nothing. And five weeks later, you're gonna turn that in. The question is, what's gonna be on it? Another way to think about it, if you really want a light of fire under your tush, is to imagine that in five weeks, you have this job, but based on your performance, you're either fired or you're promoted. It's a bit more intense, but you wanna choose which mental framework will pull you into taking massive action. You wanna literally get leverage on yourself to show up as the best version of yourself every single day of your rotation. I cannot stress how important this mindset is so that you show up every day, like every single day, as your very best. And, and let me give you a scenario, let me tell you why? I want you to think about this for a moment. Imagine, so think in pharmacy school, whether you're a pharmacist or a student right now, I want you to think of pharmacy school, just any average day where you went to lecture. And I want you to imagine when you showed up for class or just observing the majority of students in your class. How did you show up? Were you early or did you kind of trickle in after it started? What was your energy level like? Were you kind of casual in your walk, kind of like, like moseying in? And how did you sit in your chair? Did you have like an upright at attention posture or were you kind of a bit slouched? Did you dress with like a hoodie and sweatpants? Now, whatever image you have, and let's be honest, let's not say what we wanted, let's say what real, like the real talk. Take that image, that snippet of either you or someone you observed in just the day to day, and I want you to take that image and put that in the seat of a job interview. 
How do you think that would go down if you showed up how you did or how you observed someone in the seat of a job interview? Now, right now, when you're thinking that, you might have got like a little jolt of embarrassment. And please know, like, I'm not saying this to condemn or criticize you. I'm saying it because your rotation is a job interview. If you treat it like one, that's exactly what it will become. And whether that leads to a job right out of school, whether that leads to a residency or a fellowship or a letter of recommendation from your preceptor or someone you worked with, you are there for five weeks to learn and get the experience, yes, but my challenge for you is to be there for another reason, a job. Now imagine the job interview you will have for your first job as a pharmacist. So I want you right now, I want you to imagine another scenario. I want you to think in the future, you're at your interview for your first job as a pharmacist. Think about this. Let's say it's next week, next month, couple months from now. In that interview, in the future, how are you gonna show up? Are you gonna be there early for your appointment time? Are you gonna bring in a great attitude, a winning smile, strong posture, a confident walk, super crisp and professional dress? That's the level, the level you just imagined for your pharmacist job interview. That's the level that you need to be playing at every single day. It doesn't matter what everyone else does. It doesn't matter if your preceptor says, oh, it's okay. But set a new standard for yourself. And if you do consistently, watch how people respond to you because know this truth. People will show up for you how you show up for yourself. Never forget that because it's a law of life, especially in pharmacy or really any professional world. And I don't mean to be saying all this to put a ton of extra pressure on you, but I want you to realize something profound. This whole rotation experience that you're having, you will never get a shot like this in your career ever again. Not to put pressure on, but like this is reality. I want to tell you this now so you don't waste this opportunity. In addition to a job interview or getting a reference for the next steps in your pharmacy career, you should also multi-purpose rotations as a prime time to grow your network and social media connections. But Adam, I'm not on social media. Well, I'm glad I caught you right here then because if you're in pharmacy, you need to be on social media. Many years ago, it was kind of nice to have. Now it's essential. I highly recommend, because there's all these platforms, so where do you go? Number one, LinkedIn, as well as Instagram, another level to connect and get kind of personal and still professional with building relationships. Because hear me loud and clear, regardless of how many degrees you have after your name, how many residencies you've done or whatever, pharmacy is built on relationships. Social media is not a replacement. It's more of a bridge to foster and nurture that because you're not going to be seeing all of your contacts all the time every day throughout the year. Social media allows you to stay in contact, support the work that they're doing so that when you do see them at the next conference next year, or whenever that is, it's like reconnecting with an old friend. But if you feel like you've been with them because you've been keeping touch online. So, if that's kind of nerve-wracking, if social media is new to you, don't worry, I can be your first friend. So jump on LinkedIn, make a profile, it literally takes five minutes, and search Dr. Adam Martin on LinkedIn, and then get Instagram, 
search at the fit pharmacist and you've already got a friend look at you making progress this is so important for your career because while being on social media does not guarantee you success not being on it does guarantee that you will not have as strong of a competitive advantage as other candidates who are using it wisely and guess what when you apply for the job the residency the fellowship or wherever else you go you're not going to be the only applicant and guess what everyone else has a doctorate too so you need to use every advantage you can to give yourself that edge and social media is a great free way to do that when you're on rotations because seriously think about this when you're on rotations you will have a captive audience and will be meeting not just your preceptor but so many brilliant professionals especially if you're like a multi-site rotation i know one of my favorite rotations i was at the fda and that was legit every day we we're a different place touring like national places and all this i met literally hundreds hundreds no exaggeration of people not just pharmacists but all around government and pharmacy policy and i used this tip and my network exploded now i wasn't best friends with all of them but it broadened my network and allowed me to learn throughout that time and, and since then too so you're going to be meeting so many different professionals they're experts at their craft. And here's one of the biggest things I learned in pharmacy school that I wanna share with you. When we graduate, when we go out in the field, we get like anxiety, because we we're scared of not knowing the answer to a question. This is the most important thing that I learned. When you're a pharmacist, you do not have to know all the answers. What you do have to know is what you don't know and where to find the answer. So why does social media matter? Here you go. If you met someone on your rotation who was an expert, let's say at pediatric pharmacy, and that's not your wheelhouse, but you stayed in contact and you had you know, a question come up and you couldn't access your resources, you could jump on there and say, yo, I remember I met this person. They, they're like all about pediatric pharmacy. You can jump on, reach out and jump on a phone call and boom, you've got the expert right there. That's how you can leverage this. And I'm sure people will reach out to you because you've got an expertise. It's so critical. It's adding a tool to your wheelhouse. So I have literally story after story about how life-changing using the simple tip of getting on social and connecting with people throughout your rotations has been not just for myself, but no joke, the thousands of other pharmacists that I've spoken to throughout my career. So do not miss the biggest opportunity to leverage this free resource to grow your network. Now, that's the first and most important part, taking full responsibility to make the most out of your rotations. If you look for opportunities to really dive in and grow, you'll find them. And, hear me, your preceptor will take notice because it is so un common trust me and if you're listening to this and you're a preceptor or maybe this some magical way slipped into an experiential learning coordinator you're probably nodding your head so hard that you're giving yourself whiplash it's so rare it sounds so simple but so few people do it we feel that in order to make a huge difference and really get the most out of our rotation of our time we have to do these big grandiose crazy things like put in 30 hour days and be at the site nine days a week 
That's not it at all. It's doing these simple things that no one else is doing and doing them with your heart. Because preceptors, we depending on how long you've done it, we have a lot of awesome students and this is not to put anyone down. This is to show you that most people show up and go, you know, do their work. But if you stand up and really do these things, you are going to stand out and your preceptor is going to have a little head tilt and say, yo, that, that student's got swag. Like, what's, what's this about? Why are they showing up like this? They're going to take vested interest in really learning what your goals are because they're going to want to help you in any way they can. They do anyway, but I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, if you show up this way, you are going to get good attention. And speaking of your preceptor, this brings me to the second tip to take your rotations to the next level. Again, it's simple, but so few people do it. Communicate what you want to learn and your specific expectations with your preceptor up front. It's the simple, ask and you shall receive. It sounds so simple, but it would literally blow your mind if you knew how few people did what I'm about to share with y'all right now. Again, another way that you'll stand out is by following this simple process. So follow these steps. At least two weeks before your first day at your rotation, you should take the initiative to reach out to your preceptor and introduce yourself. Keep it super brief, like a couple sentences, stating your name, your school, and when, you, when your start date is. Make sure you confirm the address and specific location you'll meet on your first day and ask if there are any special instructions that you need to know in terms of dress code, uh, what time you got to be there, or materials you'll need, like a notebook or anything special, to bring so that you're prepared ahead of time. That's prep. Now, on your first day, I want you to hear me really clearly because this might make people nervous, but again, this is the thing that sets you up for success that so few people do. First, if you can't be on time, be early. First impressions are a very real thing, and it's a lot easier to build rapport from a strong start than having to earn it back from tardiness because your preceptor is likely going to have instructions. And while you might hear them, they might be simple. I want you to do this simple tip. When your preceptor shares instructions, write them down. Even if they're simple and you know you'll remember. Even if you've heard it before. Because here's what's going to happen. Everyone else is going to be nodding. You're going to be taking notes. Your preceptor is going to take note that you're listening and taking notes. And are taking the instructions they're sharing seriously. Big time brownie points. Then I want you to do this. And this is the nerve wracking thing. Before the end of your first day. I want you to do something that's going to push you outside your comfort zone. But I promise you this one thing makes the biggest difference in the world. And it's what I did with every rotation. Make sure when you do this, if there's other students on your rotation, you're in kind of a private setting. You, I wouldn't recommend doing this in front of other students. But do this with your preceptor one-on-one, -on -one, in person. Again, something very, very few students ever do. I want you to go up to your preceptor and say the following. 
doctor, whatever their name is, I'm very much looking forward to your rotation. I want to know that I'm really committed. I want you to know that I'm really committed to showing up as my absolute best to get the most out of what you have to offer. It's my intention to get honors on your rotation block. So I wanted to ask you, what are your, what are your expectations in order for me to earn that? Boom! You are going to blow them away. I know because I had this exact conversation with every single preceptor. And half of them said, no one's ever said that to me before. And they never looked at me the same ever again. And, and this is in a good way. Kind of like, well, that's another level. Now, I'm not saying this to impress you, but I'm saying this to impress upon you how impactful this is. And it's for several reasons. From that very moment, it's game on for you. Because you clearly communicated your expectations, you asked to understand what their expectations are of you for you to play and show up on that level. And now that level that you declared and committed to showing up daily is out in the open. So you have an accountability partner at play. Having this one sentence conversation is where all the magic happens. You're on their radar and they are going to watch closely as you blow them away from putting the next steps I'm going to share into practice every day of your rotation. I'm telling you, game changer. I want you to really understand this because this can make such a huge impact, not just with your rotations, but with the rest of your pharmacy career. Now, there are a few other things to know as it relates to your preceptor that are going to allow you to create a really strong uh, working learning relationship that gets a lot of pharmacy students tripped up. So I want you to take note of these two facts. As a pharmacy student, you are likely very type A, like me. I mean, come on, even my name starts with the letter A. And you're likely, I'll go like as we have been, going to be in go, go, go mode. You're going to want to hit the ground running, start all this stuff, trying to cram everything in and get as much work done as fast as possible. The first week, maybe two, of your rotation can frustrate a lot of pharmacy students because it's often the opposite of go, go, go mode. Call it syllabus week or whatever label you want to slap on it. But the reality is this. You have to learn operations first before jumping into the doing. You've got to learn the fundamentals first. Then you can get to cranking. I'll give you an example from my own pharmacy career. So I've been a pharmacist in the community setting since I graduated from the University of Pittsburgh School of Pharmacy in 2012. And when I first graduated, I had what you could call a, a learning curve because I had to learn the fundamentals. And yes, I was an intern, but it's very different when you don't have a safety net. And instead of you asking questions, everyone's coming to you to ask the questions. That's the pharmacist. So I'll never forget this. I worked at a really busy pharmacy, and uh, it was my first full day shift. And back then, I worked from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m., 13 hours, no break. And I was there till 1 a.m., not because it was so busy, 
but because I was so slow. I stuck with it. I put in the repetition in the rep repetitions uh, on the fundamentals. Like I kept working at it. I kept cranking. Then 10 years later, I got to a point where I was checking over 600 scripts on a Monday with no additional pharmacist overlap and leaving on time. That never would have happened if I didn't learn the fundamentals first, then got into action and repeated that over and over and learning and pivoting as I went. If you just jump right in without knowing the proper processes, the foundations, the protocols, it can actually be not only more frustrating of an experience, but it can actually pose safety risks. If you don't know protocols handling like all the nitty gritty stuff and you got to go through that. So my advice is to just please be patient, focusing on making listening and learning your priority ahead of doing other things, tasks for the first week or two. Just make learning and getting that fundamental stuff down pat. You have to know the fundamentals. When an, I have pharmacy students reach out to me on Instagram telling me that they're frustrated on their rotations, almost always it's because they have expectations that are beyond what's realistic in the time frame that they are expecting them. They expect to be doing all this stuff on day one. And it's like we have this expectation where we want to go from not even graduating pharmacy school yet to being a PharmD, board certified pharmacotherapy specialist, and own your own business the first month after you graduate. Now, you might laugh as you're hearing this, but it's true. All too often, we overestimate what we can do in a year and underestimate what we can do in a decade. So take that same truth and distill it down to the scope of rotation. And you'll see that we'll overestimate what we can do in one week and underestimate what we can do in five. And that only works if you master the fundamentals. Fundamentals are first for a reason. You don't want to build your foundation on sand. You want that on a solid rock of understanding. And that's how you get those expectations. Now, this is so big. Speaking of expectations, the next thing that you have to realize when it comes to your preceptor, so remember I said there's two things. We just covered the first. The second one is this. While your preceptor is your like assigned guide and main point of contact at your rotation site, I want you to realize a reality. They will almost never be there every single day with you. This gets a lot of pharmacy students upset, feeling like they're just tossed to the side, they're on the back burner, or like they're not important. And I promise you, that's not the reason at all in 99% of cases. They're just busy pharmacists getting pulled in literally 30 different directions at once and can't stay in the same place. Look what you have to look forward to. Now, obviously, with that being said, if you haven't seen them in a week, if your preceptor is not communicating, they're not letting you know they won't be there, if you haven't heard from them, definitely voice any concerns like that or questions in a professional manner in the form of a curious question rather than a judgment. So you don't want to reach out and say like, where have you been? You've been slacking. You're my preceptor having senior week. No, no. Instead say, hey, I'm a little curious what our plan is for this week. 
Will you be joining me or will I be assigned? So lead with a curious question rather than an accusation. This is huge. Now, it varies on your site and the specifics, but on average, your preceptor will likely be with you about 80% of the time, meaning that the other 20% of the time is what I want you to view as a golden opportunity to build that five-week resume and network like a ninja. Because when your preceptor is not there, or if you've been assigned to shadow or work with another pharmacist, I want you to view this as a test for how you're going to show up when they take the training wheels off, meaning when you graduate. You want to wow that other pharmacist with the high standard you set for yourself, how you show up and how much you give to them such that they are so wowed by your work ethic and they turn, they literally, you, from your actions, from how you show up, you want to, from doing that, from being that present and that intentional, you literally will turn them into a raving fan who will go to your preceptor and be like, yo, I know I was covering for your student, but wow, they just like went above and beyond. They'll do that because they've never seen it before. And things that are remarkable get shared. You'll be developing independence and flexing your leadership skills to lead yourself in unfamiliar territory, which can bode for a very strong letter of recommendation and a great story for you to tell in an interview that will also help you support that honors grade that you've been earning. It's not the experience that can help you. It's the meaning that you make from the experience that you can use to leverage this high level of professional growth. You can also use it as a team dynamic. So another thing that comes up sometimes is you're at a rotation site and your preceptor steps out and the team dynamic isn't exactly stellar. You might witness some gossip. You might witness some backstabbing, some bickering. If you do, hear me so clear. Do not engage in that. Even if it's, quote, valid, because that will always come to bite you. But more importantly, it's just not right. You don't want to be talking smack on people. That's not cool. And that will never end well. Instead, if you notice this, don't engage. But if you have the opportunity, step up and lead the situation as appropriate with your high standards. Help the technicians you work with. Ask, do you need more vials? Do you want me to go fill stuff? Serve. Don't roll up in there like, oh, I'm on my way to a doctor. I don't do that. Nope. You have to realize something. If you're a pharmacist, yeah, you went to school, you got a doctorate, but you are a servant leader. What needs done shall be done by you, the leader. So if that means you've got to get on your knees and fix a printer, guess what? It's your time. Because if you try to push that off as a pharmacist, so let's fast forward. Let's say you graduated. If you try to, if you're in a pharmacy and you have this go down and the techs say like, hey, the printer's broken and your response is that's not my job, you just lost respect from your whole team and it will take you at least six months to get it back. And mark my words, that is true. I have seen pharmacists do that. 
I've seen pharmacists when I was an intern. There was a really long line at the front and there was a drive-through and the tech was hesitant but said, hey, can you get the drive-through? You know what he said? I'm a pharmacist. I don't get the drive-through. That was 12 years ago. I'll, I'll never forget that. And neither will the techs or the other workers. It's not that you're better than them. It's you're a leader and that means you have to step up when you need to. So step up with your standard of being a servant leader. Choose to flip the script by providing a narrative of service. And if you have the opportunity, guess what? Everyone's got crap that aren't, isn't that good about them. But on the same token, there's also stuff that's really great that they have. So take initiative to change the narrative by praising qualities of others, acknowledging what you've noticed as being an asset to the work, and lift them up. Focus on what you can give rather than what you can get, and you'll end up getting way more than you expected. So with this and really all the tips I've covered, there's a really important caveat that I need to share with you. And to be honest, it's probably going to ruffle some feathers. You might get upset, but it's the truth. So while it might sting a bit, I'm going to tell it to you because it will help you so much if you use it. You need to take full ownership of your rotation experience. Yes, you are the student. Yes, you are literally paying to work if you want to view it that way. But that does not mean that you are entitled to having your preceptor, their staff, or your experiential learning department for that matter, hold your hand through this whole experience. Yes, rotations are an experience to learn with guide rails to an extent. I guarantee you this. You will face circumstances that will be uncomfortable. And hear me, if you're ever in, like, I'm not saying this, like, if you're ever in an unsure of how to handle a situation, like there's some inappropriate stuff going on, or there's something beyond your scope, I'm not saying handle that on your own. Reach out to your coordinator for advice. Don't try to do that stuff. What I'm saying is that your rotations are set up to be guided experiences for you to learn and grow. But you must be an active participant if you want to get the most out of each rotation. Approach every opportunity with humility to learn and asking the question of what can I contribute to make this an awesome experience for the preceptor and the other students if it's not just you. And what can you note as something that you're grateful to learn from every day that you're there. Ask some really empowering questions like that. You can also ask, how has this experience added to the quality and development of my pharmacy career? What is a interesting question that I can ask tomorrow that will help me to grow? What's something I noticed someone else do going above and beyond really serving or helping me or just inspiring me or really noting them help a patient above and beyond that you can note them for and acknowledge them because everyone loves encouragement. And if someone's doing something right, why not put the focus and attention on there? It's just going to fuel that fire of momentum and make the experience for everyone that much better. The quality of questions you ask 
will directly determine the quality of rotation you experience. Those ones that I just shared are some that will get you started. All too often, we get trapped in this loop of how come he's always late? Or how come we're not learning this? Or why is this so slow? Hear me on this. With every situation, every rotation every day, there is always something wrong, but there is always something right available too. You get what you focus on, so focus on what you want. I'm not saying ignore your problems. Address them, but spend 90% of your energy creating or being a part of the solution. I hope you found this helpful. If you're a pharmacy student and you're getting ready for rotations, or maybe you're on rotations right now, please share this episode with your colleagues because I made it to help you go to the next level. If you're a pharmacist preceptor, my aim is to help you create not just a great rotation, but an unforgettable experience for the students you serve. And if you are a preceptor, thank you because you're helping to mold the future of our profession. So whether you're a student or a pharmacist, I want you to hear this. Be the change that you wish to see in pharmacy. It all starts with you. So go forth, be great, and dispense your full potential. God bless. Thank <laughs> you.